Stacy. Hey. Thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. Awesome. Um, well, let's get right into it. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you, and you've taught me a lot about metaverses, and um, I'd love to, yeah, I'd love to dig in and, and learn more. So maybe just as we start here, do you want to just introduce yourself and, and tell us a little bit about Stacy? Uh, yeah, that sounds good. So my name is Stacy, um, and I'm a co-founder of X11, which is a metaverse studio. And I'd love to quickly tell you about how this came to be. So my background is actually in fine art. I studied integrated media at OCAD in Toronto, oh. and um, I started off doing animation, like I was doing 3D animation. And um, so from then on, I wanted to like kind of expand, so then I got into augmented reality. And then uh, I wanted to make my work more immersive for everyone. So I'm always thinking like, okay, the reason I even wanted to do 3D animation is because I'm like, how do I make art and everyone can experience it. Like they don't have to go to a gallery, they don't have to go to a museum, they don't need to have like an arts degree in order to access this artwork. So okay, I'll make animation that I can put online that other people can see. Then I was thinking, how can I go further? Okay, I'll make augmented reality and then anyone who has Instagram can open up these sculptures and these projects in their phone, they don't need to pay money for some kind of an app. They don't need to overcome some really big uh, technical mm -hmm. barrier in order to access this artwork. So that was the next step. And then, um, you know, then I got into NFTs, which we can talk about later. And then I started working on metaverses. And I thought this was a perfect next step because this is something so immersive that it's kind of a platform for people to be able to enter this world built by you know myself or another artist and they can really experience this this atmosphere this whole story in this landscape so i'm always thinking about like how can i bring the artwork to connect everyone in this digital space and then um, that's how my co-founder aaron and i we decided to team up and start x11 which is a metaverse studio because we worked on projects before, and then you know he's a developer, and I'm a 3D artist, and then we thought, hey, why don't we actually team up, and then like start our own thing, because cool. um, we both had like a really strong vision. So that's kind of yeah. in a nutshell. So <laughs> much there, right? Um, exactly. So listen, like one of the things you had said to me, or you had said at a, at a talk that I heard, heard you speak at, was that metaverses could be a, a new way of journalism and a new way of telling stories, and, and that really like lit a light bulb up for me too. Um, but before we dig into all, all of that, because there's so much good stuff there, um, why don't we start with like what is a metaverse in kind of the simplest way um, you can describe it, and then we'll kind of go into other aspects of it. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. And honestly, so many people are saying like, but what really is a metaverse? And like, is it new? Because the term has been introduced in the early 90s in the novel Snow Crash. And then now suddenly everyone is talking about this metaverse, but then like certain elements of the metaverse have already existed in the past, so what's new about yeah. it? So, okay, in a nutshell, yeah. a metaverse, I would say, is a 3D internet where people can occupy the space as avatars. So that's a very, very simplistic, very basic definition of a metaverse. So, and, and I would define it similarly. So, the, so, so with the with technology advancing and techn like and, and things becoming more immersive, it, it seems very logical that we will spend more time doing that, right? Like spending time in an internet-based environment that we can kind of look around and feel. Um, so, how far do you think we are from like more people or a large number of people participating in metaverses? Because, like you said, they've been around for a while. 
um, why has it recently been more of a thing and, 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 and where, what do you see the path of adoption looking like? Well, okay, so I think that um, there's been like a really like big interest um, around the metaverse right now and in the last, let's say, two years. Um, but, you know, metaverses have kind of existed even as early as Second Life. Because mm -hmm. you could say that, like, well, that's a metaverse. Yeah. Like, Habbo Hotel, I used to love that as a kid. <laughs> I don't know if you ever... No, I've heard of it, though. Yeah, like, that, like, that's kind of a metaverse, right? But then it's sort of had a big comeback because of Web3 and because of NFTs and this idea of having a space where you can have kind of your own economy one where you can have like certain assets that are NFTs. So I think that that's kind of linked with why metaverses have had a big kind of comeback, mm -hmm. and, but they also look kind of different because there's a whole new philosophy around what a metaverse is now as opposed to maybe before. Um, but to be honest, I think that this is still very much a work in progress. I think that we're still in like the the angel fire phase yeah. of Web3. So uh, I'm really excited to see that people are talking about the metaverse and I'm really excited to see that people are investing a lot of kind of time and innovation in this. But I do think that there's still a lot of technical barriers um, before that we have to overcome before it can have like big mass mm -hmm. adoption. Having said that, I think that, you know, limitation breeds creativity. Yeah. And I've seen some really, really amazing, innovative uses of this metaverse, even though there's still things that we need to work out about it. That makes a lot of sense to me. Like, you know, when I talk to people and they say, often what I'll say to them is like, do you think we'll spend more time in digital environments or less? And everybody says more time, right? And as de technology develops, I think that'll just, you know, accelerate that. Um, I think you're right. I think NFTs and I think this a lot of the Web3 things that have come to, to life have accelerated and helped metaverses be, like just add more to it, right? So you have Second Life, which is like quite rudimentary. And then I think like Instagram and Zoom, I would consider those like very much like a metaverses. Um, and then there's the idea that most people think of when it's just like you're in this like crazy 3D world and you're touching things and feeling things. Um, how far away do you think like do you think we're 10 years away, 15 years away, 20 years away, five years away from from, from kind of like the next iteration of the metaverse? <clears throat> uh, you know what? It's hard to say. Like there's a lot of promises being made by big companies, especially Meta. Yeah. You know, like when I watch uh, any interview with Mark Zuckerberg talking about like what's to come, I'm like, okay, this sounds great, but like when is this actually, yeah. when are we going to see like any of that? <coughs> um, so it is hard to say. I do think that things are going to be going pretty quickly because of AI, because there is actually a lot of development going into it. Like for example, um, at the moment, uh, metaverses are quite limited in terms of like you need to have low polygon uh, models, you need mm -hmm. to, like you can't have too many users in a room if their avatar is too complex. Yeah. Uh, so little things like that. But I think that um, there's a lot of companies like investing so much money and time into like researching how to make that better, like how to make metaverses like bigger. You know, I'm, I'm talking about like megabyte kind yeah, of yeah, bigger, yeah. how to make them more detailed, like a video game. Because right now, like if you compare a metaverse to a video game, I mean, it's 
kind of funny, you know, like yeah. it, it looks like they're 20 years Behind. apart from yeah, each other. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that that's what's going to change first. Like, I really think that that's going to that's be the next step of what we see is like metaverses will become a lot less low poly and more realistic. I think that that's where uh, the technology is going. It's, I think that's a really interesting point. Um, so what you're saying, and I'm completely there, like the fact that oh, you can only have 50 avatars or 80 avatars in one environment right now is obviously going to get fixed, right? Like it's not even a question of can it be fixed because video games have solved this. Mm -hmm. um, so as, as the technology gets better, obviously more people are going to kind of pile in. Um, what about um, like current projects that you're excited about? Like I know there's current limitations right now, but are there any current projects that are kind of metaverses that are, that are interesting today? Or, or do you think that the really interesting ones are still, still kind of like a little bit away? I think there's so many really interesting metaverse projects right now that maybe they don't look like a realistic uh, game that's made in Unreal Engine, but they're, I mean, even take Roblox, for example. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, I've known about it for a while, but I never really spent time in it. Um, except I have two younger sisters, like they really young. Love yeah, yeah. They love Roblox. So whenever I go to visit them, they always want me to play Roblox with them. And they're quite young, they're seven, you know, and like the seven year old is so invested in this metaverse. And I love the, I didn't realize how many different experiences you can have in something like Roblox. For example, they have these Roblox stories. Like we played this uh, Roblox Home Alone story <laughs> where like you reenact the plot of Home Alone. Home Alone, except she does it with her friends and like her friends log in at the same time and they enter the story and they like pretty much like reenact the plot of Home and, Alone. And are some of their friends like the robbers? No, unfortunately, no. I wish. <laughs> yeah. that, no, no, the, the robbers are, I guess, the AIs. Okay. But uh, it's so funny. It's like her and her classmates being like, oh my gosh, we need to escape from the robbers. Okay, now we need to go into the treehouse. And she'd be like, don't worry, don't be scared. Just follow everyone. So it's this amazing like group experience. So and even cool. though it looks very, you know, like if you compare Roblox and a game like GTA or Cyberpunk, like obviously it's hilarious. But you don't think about it. You don't think about that they're blocks because, um, you know, a metaverse like that, they, they play around with the limitations. Like that's why they're called yeah, Roblox, yeah. you know, and like everything is kind of blocky and pixelated. But you feel so invested in the world around you because A, you're surrounded by a community who's experiencing yeah. the story with you. Uh, and B, you know, you're just so committed to what's going on that you don't think about these things. So I actually think that uh, a metaverse is like its own medium. Like I wouldn't even compare it to a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting. And like, I don't know, like this is just me speaking just personally, but when you look at the pieces individually, it seems so obvious where this all goes, right? Like we all like fun experiences with people that we like, like spending time with. And if we can do those things and become more merciful, like what, of course we're going to spend more time there. And then AI must play, will obviously play a role because like, look at that example. You have like the robbers just being the AI. Um, and I think we can, I think these metaverses are going to get a lot better and just borrow from video games, right? Mm -hmm. In terms of like engagement and, and just like the, making the pixels better. Um, I don't know. I, I just find it so interesting. And like, w I'm in a world of just like, we're focusing on helping consumer brands with NFTs. Um, and I see NFTs as 
the, the thing that allows kind of interoperability and allows people to own things in these different metaverses. I mean, it's, it's how I see it. What do you think about NFTs and metaverses and like how, how they go together or, or if they don't, even, even if they don't? Yeah, you know what? I think that NFTs is the major reason why metaverse is on everyone's mind right now. Like, I don't think it's just because Facebook rebranded to yeah. Meta. <laughs> you know? I, I, yeah, we go on a tangent there too, but like, <laughs> I, I just, I, I, don't, I don't think the winner of the next version of the internet is going to be the ones that are kind of the problem, right? And right, so the yeah. whole meta thing, we can go on a tangent later, but, but sorry, <laughs> keep going with NFTs and metaverses, yeah. yeah. But I think so. In my opinion, this is what makes this idea of the metaverse today different from the idea of the metaverse when it existed in the times of Second Life Got and Habla Hotel and World of Warcraft. Because, um, so let's talk about NFT. Okay, I'm going to use an example of a wearable NFT, okay. right? So let's say you have an avatar ecosystem and you purchase an NFT that's this helmet, right? Yeah. And um, now not all metaverses, like, I, I can't say this for all metaverses, but a lot of metaverses. So you can actually transfer the assets that you purchased. Let's say this helmet that's an NFT. And you can have your character show up wearing this helmet in different metaverses. So even if, let's say, Decentraland goes bankrupt tomorrow and none of us can ever go in there again, you can go into another metaverse that's compatible with this avatar ecosystem and you can still have that helmet and you don't actually lose any of your... Um, assets if one of the metaverses shuts down. So I think that people are really excited about being able to actually own something and not be dependent on these kind of corporate giants like like Meta, yeah, for yeah. example. Uh, so I really think that that's one of the major reasons that metaverses have become so popular. Um, so I really, yeah, like even in Decentraland, how you can like yeah, you can bring in like wearables on your avatar. You can buy NFTs in Decentraland. Let's say you bought a video by an artist that you really like as an NFT through going to a Decentraland exhibition, but you don't have to worry about what's going to happen to Decentraland the next day because you will always own that NFT in the blockchain. Yeah. So <clears throat> I guess like this metaverse, it really feels like a place where you can go and you can do your thing but you can exist as your, you know, your avatar in other worlds. Like, yeah, know. like it, it makes so much sense, right? Like we're gonna spend more time in digital environments, like everyone gets there, right? And then if we're gonna spend a bunch of time in digital environments, I think it's natural that we're gonna wanna own things that we can take with us to different places. Exactly. Right? It would mm -hmm. be like, it'd be like if, you know, coming into this office, I wore a hat, but then if I were to leave this office, the hat would have to stay, right? It's yeah. like, it, it blows my mind mm -hmm. that it, it, to me, it seems so logical that if we're gonna spend time in these digital environments, we're gonna wanna truly own things because we're human beings and we like having sovereignty and we like having ownership of things. Um, so yeah, I think you're just, you're making the case uh, that I like to make too is, and it's all about um, what NFTs allow and that's, it's that ownership. Exactly, <clears throat> because you know, when I'm gonna use Habbo Hotel as an okay. example because I spent so many hours as a yeah. kid going on Habbo Hotel and even if you bought, you know, custom hair for your avatar on Habbo Hotel, if you lose your account, you lose the, right? the custom hair that you bought forever. Like, that's it's it. crazy. But now it's not like that. Now, like, you, you feel like there's more. Like, when you exit <coughs> one metaverse, you still own something. You still own, like, a piece of it or something that you can show off in these different worlds. So this is something that's quite new. We have not seen anything like this before. And it's because of NFTs. Right, and like, 
brands, I think, will absolutely be there because just like I like wearing a hat with a brand logo in you know in, in the physical world, I want to do the same thing in the digital world, right? So, so where I think this goes, and I, um, I'd be curious to, to see if you agree, is like we will own digital items that mm -hmm. we will to take to different metaverses and different environments, and I think in many cases, you know, I'll be wanting to identify with some of them that, ha that carry logos or are designed a certain way um, that, that are, you know, a part of brands. Um, how do you see kind of brands, metaverses, NFTs, like do you see a world where they all kind of, it all comes together? Absolutely. <clears throat> I definitely do, especially, um, you know, when it comes to wearables. I, for yeah. example, I'm going to use the uh, brand Genies, which is an avatar ecosystem. Um, and they partner up with brands like I'm pretty sure they just did a um, collaboration with Gucci where the avatars are wearing like different Gucci outfits. Cool. <clears throat> so and this is something that if people purchase these as NFTs, their avatars can be wearing it on different platforms. So this is really cool. And um, I could actually even use a personal example. Um, when I worked with Nike last year, um, there were no NFTs involved, but it was a really, really amazing way for them to take advantage of a metaverse that I've actually never seen before. And this is when I realized that a metaverse could be a future of journalism. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if we have time, I'd love to talk yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, please do, because yeah. um, it really changed my view on 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 metaverses too. So, so please go ahead and, and share this example. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd love to. Um, so yeah, it was uh, just over a year ago and it was for Nike's Hirachi's campaign that they did with Tiffany Calver, who, if you don't know, she's a British musician and DJ and radio personality. So basically, um, I built these two worlds. Uh, one of them is uh, sort of her past and one of them is the future. So the past world was a combination of her bedroom, uh, the radio station where she first had her start, her studio. So it was all of these different environments that uh, helped to put her career together, but they were brought into one world. And um, you have these interactive elements where, you know, if the, the guests can click on them, they can interact with the elements and they can actually hear sound bites of her talking about it and talking about like where she came from. Um, and then there's the future world where it's how she sees herself um, and it took place on Jupiter, which cool. is really cool. <clears throat> so it's this kind of big rave on Jupiter that has healing crystals and alien butterflies and all of this craziness going on. And then you hear about her idea of the future and how she wants to uh, inspire people and collaborate with people and how the sky's the limit. And um, I just thought that it was such a cool way to tell a story uh, through this kind of interactive metaverse. I've never seen that before so cool. working on this project and I thought this is so much more fun than reading an interview or seeing like, oh, Nike is like <coughs> relaunching the shoe campaign. You know, it, maybe that's not as exciting, but if you see it, you know, collaboration between this interesting person and this interesting brand and everyone can have fun with it and they can, you know, experience it as a game. And I just thought, like, this is such an effective way of telling a story. So good. And, like, when I hear that, I, I, my mind just goes in so many different places. But I think about, like, listening to someone's story, like, let's say Oprah. Like, if Oprah had a metaverse that you could walk into and you got to see her, like, childhood and you got to see her story and maybe, like, an accelerated time frame, but you got to, like, literally stand there and, like, watch her as she's kind of going through the key milestones in her life, I think that would be way more interesting than an interview. I think it would be way more interesting than, like, than a movie. Because yeah. you're literally, like, right beside her. Absolutely. And, and imagine if, like, 
you could go back to your like, I don't know, your mom telling you a story about your childhood home when you're a baby, right? Imagine standing there and kind of watching that and kind of being omnipresent there um, would feel so interesting. So I just, I, 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 I'm with you. And that's one of the things for me where I was like, I would participate in that 100%. Right, like, like regardless of my proficiency level or how busy I am elsewhere, if there was an environment like that that I could step into, I'd find a way to step in there. Um, and similarly, by the way, the Roblox example, it's like I want to do the home alone thing. Um, so I think these are all really good and really helpful examples because I think there's a lot of people that think about metaverses and think about NFTs and it seems like things other people are doing. But when you share that example, that feels like something I would do. Um, yeah, I don't know if you'd add anything or any other stories like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that it's so immersive. And I think that this is kind of the future of art and technology. Yeah. Because I very much view metaverses as art. I mean, maybe not all metaverses are created with that in mind. But in my opinion, as someone with an art background, I think that a metaverse is an art form. I think that it's way more immersive and powerful than film in many ways. Not yeah. everyone, a lot of people will disagree with what I'm saying. This is my opinion. But I strongly believe that it's more effective than watching a movie because people want to feel like they're a part of something. Yeah. Like, I think that in our day and age, people are tired of being passive consumers. They want to participate, and that's why Web3 is becoming so big. That's why metaverses are getting so much attention is because people see a possibility to finally participate in the story. I mean, what better way to remember something than to take part in it, right? right? So. Uh, the very much so in the uh, as X11 the metaverses that we worked on um, you know we worked with different fashion brands and uh, we tell their story whether it's like a narrative way like a traditionally narrative like a film or if it's kind of more abstract um, where you're just kind of seeing this visual language and you're going into these abstract kind of fashion inspired sets you still like you are getting lost in this world that could never exist in the in like the physical world and you're it's like you're going inside of someone's head yeah. you know <clears throat> uh, and you get to actually explore and look under the covers and it's so it's just so powerful so cool so so what what are like why have why haven't more people like de delved in yet like like to me, we have these conversations and I go, this seems so obvious and, and there's so much fun to be had. But I feel like that we're probably, we're, 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 I think we're close to a tipping point. And like, what, what do you think the next few things, the, the next few milestones that happen that kind of just bring, bring more people and there's more adoption? Uh, I think just education. I think that a lot of people maybe don't fully understand what a metaverse yeah. is. And um, a lot of people think from my experience, a lot of people think that a metaverse needs to have like a lot of people in it at the same time in order to fully enjoy it, and perhaps there's some truth to it. But I think that if a metaverse exists where you get to experience a story, it doesn't matter how many people are in it at the same yeah. time because I really see it as like going into a world, experiencing something, and then maybe exiting, or maybe you stay and there's more to do in there. But so basically, I think that the future and like why more people haven't adopted it is because they don't really understand how a metaverse is different from a video game. What is the potential of a metaverse? What is the kind of philosophy behind it? And I think that if people understand that, then they will be more attracted to it. And, and do you think do you think hardware is going to play a role? Like, do you think um, I don't know? I have this like crazy thought that Apple is going to come out with 
like a, a headset, and that's going to make a big difference. But what do you think? Where, what do you think? What role does hardware and hardware advancements make? Um, <clears throat> you know what? I don't think that it has as big of a role as people think, mm. because I. Um, in my opinion, if the metaverse was super realistic and it looked just like this room, maybe we wouldn't want to spend as much time in it. Yeah. Uh, maybe people are drawn to something <coughs> when it looks kind of cartoony or stylistic. Mm. I mean, so I think that hardware, although, of course, it would be so amazing if we can make more detailed scenes and mm -hmm. have more detailed avatars that are not always low poly, like it would attract more people. But it doesn't have to be like a, it doesn't have to be like that, you know, mm -hmm. limitation breeds creativity. Yeah, it's interesting. It's an exciting time. Um, and I love hearing about the projects that you're working on. And the fact, you've worked with Nike and like the, the whole like just different way of journalism. Um, and just in kind of closing, would you, if you were talking to somebody who works at a consumer brand and they've never heard of metaverses or they've heard of them a little bit, um, what would you leave them with? Just like um, some, 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 something to read, something to think about, or just, just an idea? Um, I would tell them this, you know, think about your brand. If you could present it as an immersive world, how would you want this brand to look? And just please don't make it look like your store in a mall. <laughs> I've seen some brands do it. Don't do it. Give people something that they can experience so they can understand you, you know? Tell them what you're all about. Tell them your story by creating this immersive landscape. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks.